Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Michael. Hi, I'm Christian. And welcome to Work Love Bal- <laughs> Balance, the podcast. Yeah, what's up, everybody? It's good to good to be back. Good to hear your voices, see your voices, or see your voices. Ultimately, somehow you just said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that I genuinely can uh, feel the support from through the metaverse does that make sense knowing you it does make sense (laughs) even you saying fill your voices makes sense to me (laughs) but only because i know you and i've been married to you for almost 13 years yeah i mean you gotta think about it at least somebody somebody's gonna listen even one person will listen (laughs) and even if one person (laughs) listens it's like hey what's up how you doing thank you we appreciate you and i'm i say this sincerely like i'm looking at you right now because he is not looking at me <laughs> while he's saying you are legit like i don't know what you were just looking at but that was not me a, so a brick to... wall again <laughs> so, but but we we're laughing and we're having such a fun time because we're literally in the car in the vehicle <laughs> recording the podcast that are gonna propel us to podcast stardom we appreciate you guys <laughs> This is Work Love Balance, Michael and Christian. This is Car Confessions. No, this is Couples in Cars. Couples in Cars, my bad. We say Couples in Cars. All right, that's another episode. I'm excited to share that A Beer Like My Dad children's book is back with their second edition prints that are available now at alifewelldressed.com. Written by Michael Warren with art illustrations by Melvin Nesbitt Jr., A Beard Like My Dad children's book is becoming the next children's book classic. Order your copy today at alifewelldressed.com or you can visit welltravel.us. Hey, we're back, we're back. Thank you for listening to our intro and any ad that may have played or not played um we appreciate you and thank you so you said (laughs) what (laughs) christian has not laughed at me this much for a long time so i know i'm i know i'm in the right track so you just said thank you for listening to our intro do you think there are listeners who are like all right i'm outro (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they might, people might skip, they might fast forward, or, you know, who knows. I know, they might speed up my voice a little bit. I I didn't even know you could speed up, like, the audio to make it quicker. Yeah, you can speed up the audio, you can skip the audio. I'm just taking everything in consideration, (laughs) so. (laughs) Okay, so why are we in the car to begin with? Well, we've been working a lot, we've been... (laughs) Grinding a lot. We've haven't made a designated time to actually record. It's been some time. Probably carnal rule number one in podcasting or any endeavor is consistency uh, to see maximum results. And so we have not been consistent as much as we hoped. But it's all been for a good cause because we are coming off a full year of everything that we set out to do. And now we're going to start the year with uh, 
with our podcast, Work Love Balance, which we started kind of before everything that we did. <laughs> oh, you were a trip. We started Work Love Balance when we had one child. Oh. I was pregnant with Elle. Wow. We now have three full toddlers. Two are potty trained. One, one is on the way. It's taking their time. And <laughs> last year was the first, literally the first and last recording um, in January <laughs> <laughs> that we did. So when you say consistency yields results, I'm that like, yikes. Is because terrible. we only put out one episode last year. But we're going to be honest, and I think that's what stands us out. Actually, we probably, I just learned today that there's over 2 million podcasts that's out here in the metaverse, in the audio world, whatever it is. Wow. And so we're going to, we're taking a different lane and just letting people know, hey, it's it's not easy to be one of the 2 million out there. But what we want to <laughs> do is that we want to be the best for our particular platform and that's work-love balance. We really sincerely believe that it's a valuable entity that we can share that crosses different bounds, generations, cultures, ethnicities, all of that. And if you listen back to some of our episodes, I think you will see that we prove to have something that's different and unique. Yes. And so we're in the car, like Michael said. We've been working literally almost every day since we moved to D.C. over a year ago. It has been a real blessing to our family, to our company, just to have some of the experiences that we've had. Hence, my voice um, being on low, because, again, we need to recognize when we both need moments of pause, when we're able to take a pause and so Michael just finished a morning shift at our retail shop located at Baltimore Washington International Thurgood Marshall Airport say the full name I said the full name (laughs) babe you know like the name is such excellent so Mm -hmm. I just love saying it yeah and it's cold outside in DC we had a slight change in our schedule and so we were like, let's go out and grab something to eat and it not be a work meeting, not be a work lunch or talking about business, even though I think we did talk a little bit about little some bit. business things. And then we still had some time. We're parents. We're intentional about picking up our kids from school. And so instead of taking a walk, because it is so cold, so out, cold outside. We were just sitting in the car and we were sitting in the car chatting, tapping in on some things. And I think I like scrolling social media, scrolling. (laughs) And then I think that I looked, oh, I looked at our podcast app and I was like, man, we haven't recorded. And Michael's like, let's just record now. So here we are, couples in cars. Michael, can you share just some of the things that we have been able to do within this past year? Yes, I would definitely do all of that right after a short commercial break. Need some added style for your next trip or travel destination? Well, at Well Travel, we provide you with the style you need for your journey. Visit welltravel.us to shop their latest style products, travel accessories, and essentials for all. 
Well-traveled is also located at Baltimore Washington International Thurgood Marshall Airport with the second location opening February 2023 at Reagan National Airport as well. That's W-E-L-L-T-R-V-L-D dot U-S and let Well-Travel provide you with the style you need for your journey. Hey, what's up, everybody? Yo, thank you so much, man. Christian, when you were just saying, yo, what did we do in 2022? Man, since it's February, I think one of the key pivotal things that happened last year was um, the pursuit of our partnership with the Washington Commanders um, that started um, earlier in the year, almost a year ago, just about, um, as they went through a full rebrand to the Washington Commanders from the Skins, me being a hometown guy, I've always been a fan. My family has been the fans. And so we just wanted to create something that we felt brought value, not only to the team, but to the city. And so that collection prompted a lot of work. It was a multi-piece collection, you know, featuring two of the hottest jackets to be designed, you know. Nine-piece collection. Nine-piece. To nine, be exact. Nine-piece collection to be exact. Um, we had bags, we got jackets, hoodies, sweatshirts, Leatherman flags. jackets, flags. So we just wanted to show the full gamut of what we can produce as a company, but also do things that are authentic to the fans. And so we sincerely appreciate that. So that was a process that took us from the winter to the spring, to the fall, you know, essentially to football season, which is great. And And we did that. And in between that, we... We ship more product to Nordstrom. Uh, we designed a new collection for DC proper. We opened up our first retail shop at the Baltimore Washington International Thurgood Marshall Airport, as Christian has said, called Well Travel, blending travel and culture together, highlighting and celebrating the authentic cultures of Washington, DC and Baltimore through our brands, DC proper and Baltimore Soul. But of course, we had to sprinkle in some Compton flight crew in the building, top seller, by the way. And so we oh, had that. Guessing. So we had that in there as well, which has been doing great. And so in between that, we've worked with some corporate partners, developing some really cool things as well. Uh, we've built custom jackets for 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 players, for teams. We've just been in motion we're in nine footlocker stores now so the new dc collection just to add more more uh color around it we are in nine footlocker dmv stores we're opening our second retail shop in a national airport so well travel will be introduced to ronald reagan national airport this february and like Michael said, it has just been a season of just regrouping, hard work, focus, and just commitment and, of course, vision for our family and for us. It's been a year since we moved to D.C., and so we've had to adjust as a family as well. How do, you parents, feel? How do you feel reflecting on it being man, a, a full year? Well, I mean, I know we talk about it a lot, or we have, which has been somewhat therapeutic for me because just so much has happened so quickly over the course of literally 
when we talk about our first recording of Work Love Balance podcast, so much has happened since then. We had a home. We didn't have that same home. We moved. I have been pregnant. I've given birth. You know, I've had one, you know, miscarriage. Like, I have moved to D.C. We have figured out our new work-life balance is now full-time entrepreneurs. And so just having that sense of calm and discipline when it comes to like our family finances, budgeting, spending, you know, being a little bit more or not even a little, a lot more resourceful in order to make a lot of what we're doing happen. Um, It's just taken a lot of adjustment and a lot of faith I mean and a lot of faith and I think too like I'm thankful for it because I remember specifically when we first moved to DC I felt like oh my gosh how am I even gonna remember how to get around how how to learn new streets like we've lived in New Jersey for so long me being from Compton being back home to Compton of course you're familiar with that space but once we came to D.C., it was like I had to ask Michael a couple times, like, what what school does, like, our son go to? Because I don't know. Some yeah. parent, some parents asking me at the park, and I don't really know. So I felt like <laughs> I didn't really I didn't really recognize how much I was processing the change, our life environment, work environment, just managing all these changes because it was quite overwhelming but I think because we just kept going we didn't realize like how big and overwhelming it was yeah sincerely and uh thank you for sharing that you know how you feel publicly and um yeah I mean that was a that was a journey nonetheless and um it's still a journey you know to be honest but I think what we've been fortunate to do is meet people along the way that have are in similar scenarios in the process of doing something or they have done it or they're not doing it and they're encouraging us in so many different ways. So if you yeah. if you shot with us or you've met us along the journey or you've come across us on the on the social media and Instagram and all of that, yeah, we thank you and appreciate that because those things are motivation for us to continue to pursue what it is that we seek to pursue. And so for this, going back to the genesis of what the podcast is about you know we did our work we believe that our work is our purpose and so we work not just to work but we want to work towards and work through our purpose and towards our purpose and Mm -hmm. so you know and then in between that we not only have love for each other but we have love for the people for the passion for the things that we do the people that we interact with you want to share that love you know god's love and keep that out there in the forefront of the things that we want to do because for me personally as a young man is that you know man is satisfied by the work of his hands and so that you know is how I express myself my love my creativity my business acumen my business pursuits all of that comes from what I've been gifted to do and so I'm always grateful for that and then when we talk about balance we talk about you know finding the balance but the balance is doing it because a good friend of mine (laughs) shout out to Daryl uh, Eden, he gave me, you know, some insight about, yo, I think it was Einstein talks about, you know, maintaining balance on a bike. And so how do you keep from falling? Like you keep pedaling. 
You know what I mean? And so when you're on mm. those you're on those wheels and you you know, you feel like it's getting a little tough or you're going up that hill, you can't stop. But you gotta keep you gotta keep rolling. You gotta you gotta keep going, but you gotta do it mindfully and you gotta do it skillfully. And I think that's the space where mm. we are now because we definitely have been paddling up a hill. And not to say we like going downhill or we coasting or anything. It's just a journey. And so I think that's what's unique and important about our story. But how do you feel? Obviously, you moved to D.C. How do you look back at the results and give insight to a mom or a woman who may be at any particular point of your journey? Hmm. So one of my favorite quotes that I am so mindful of even now and I always want to be mindful of is my dad told me during a season of just literally it it just felt like it was just a mental fight for me honestly um to the point where I could not get out of bed I know you remember I was crying I could not get out of bed it was hard for me to speak just because, you know, depression was trying me and I don't receive it, but I do recognize that we are human. We have these different feelings, but my thing is I try not to lean in on those feelings and just stay in faith that God's equipped me with what I need to get through it. So I try not to make decisions based on, you know, being in a certain state but anyways, I could get into that. Like, I could totally get into <laughs> oh, that. To get into it, I guess you go but to, uh, you go. You maybe go, go to Diary, diary Moms. Moms. Yeah. <laughs> but my dad said, um, my dad told me this quote that I, I really loved and that really stuck with me. Don't focus on what you don't have, but be grateful for what you do have. And God will provide you with what you need as a car, as a a truck is pulling up that you will hear. And I really love that because I also remember during that season of, you know, Michael and I living with my parents and really just figuring out what our new normal is. And I used to say, it feels like we're just starting over. And Michael's like, we're not starting over. We're just laying new foundation. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you're right. It's all in perspective. It's all in mindset. Mm -hmm. And what we're doing, especially being a husband and wife owned company, business owners, entrepreneurs, what I've learned is most of business is mindset. Like 90% of business to me is mindset. And then of course, execution and action. But if your mindset is together, There is nothing that you cannot do and achieve. You just have to continue to stay focused and stay in the right mindset. And so this period, um, I've really just been focused on mindset. I've been focused on doing things with intention as far as like, what do I need in order to just be Christian or in order to be a wife or to be a mom in this season and really paying attention to that with a level of sensitivity where if something does not align with what I need, 
what I'm working towards, what I'm trying to do, I really have to just shut it down. Um, I can't give additional focus to anything I shouldn't be focused on. Yeah, I'm with you. I understand that. And so um, that's the space that I'm at. And then I just lost my little thought when you said. Uh, <laughs> my bad. No, no. But another thing is, oh, it was like, maybe it'll come back to me. But there was something else that. I wanted to add to, but now I can't think of it. Wow. I just snatched your train of thought, I guess. No. All right. Well, Maybe I didn't need to say it. Well, no. I mean, this, listen, I've, as a husband, watching you navigate the different spaces that you've gone through, I think I've had to learn that everything isn't centralized around myself and that maybe I'm not the particular cause of the discontent or the you know discomfort that you may be feeling at any particular time or moment and so I think that's something that I've had to learn personally you know navigating that and so that's something I continue to be mindful about how would you think that you were like the center of if I feel a certain way well not the center it's just sometimes what happens me personally what happens is if your wife isn't happy or your wife isn't, you know, something or you know you, you know, you communicating and you done things or you whatever. It's just more like, oh, did I do something like did I do something wrong? Like, is it something I can do? Can I fix it? But I think this is part of, you know, the mindset of of, of, of the male is about trying to fix, trying to solve, trying to help. I think we have a, a great spirit of helping and solving and you know, pushing through and being optimist and just the whole nine. But sometimes we have to navigate and allow our our spouses to navigate um, the spaces that they're journeying through and be there for support as much as we can. And I think that's very important. And that's what I try to do. Uh, and that's what I've tried to do. <clears throat> I mean, I personally think you've done it. And I'm thankful for just like your partnership as a husband because this season has just been very transitional for us. It's also been very healing for us. Um, It's given us a whole heightened sense of self-awareness and opportunities for growth that I feel like we both just allowed ourselves to just grow and just learn ourselves in this season and give Mm. ourselves a lot of grace. Um, And so, you know, I'm thankful even being at BWI Airport, I have met so many travelers who Mm. have just really inspired me, who have just blessed me by just sharing their journeys with me, their stories, just... Being who they are and sharing who they are, um, more specifically, I met, like, a lot of moms, too, Mm. who are, like, you know, who are the future. Like, moms who have kids in their 30s or 20s or who are older than mine's and to see where they're at now and to hear where they've been and where they're going It's just really blessed me. And Mm. it's like, 
I just thank God because there were some days that felt so, when I tell you so challenging, uh, because Michael and I, we are working towards a vision that is part of our purpose, but it's not easy. It's not easy. And I think that sometimes we glamorize like what entrepreneurship is. We kind of glamorize what the process is and Sometimes the process isn't easy and it's not pretty, but it is so worth it. It's so purposeful. Um, And so there are days where we've had to get up early, figure out things with the kids, make it to the store in time. And like, I would legit be like, so I don't even know how I'm like functioning, but I am. But then God will like bring a mom to visit me and just share her story. And I'm at the shop crying, she's crying, you know, and it was just like a recharge for me. Like, keep going, stay focused. I've equipped you, you got this. And it just really helped through that journey. It continues to. Now I think we both built more more muscle to it but yeah it's it's, it's that i like what your point and when you said about business and the sport and it being well maybe you didn't directly say that but you did <laughs> i didn't say sport you did no oh, okay i don't think so <laughs> so no you were saying that entrepreneurship is is you know it's it's a process like and i think part of it is what was being visualized in my head is that in sports like you can feel the physical uh, tension or the mm-hmm. physical resistance, the defense. You know what I mean? You can feel that defense getting you as you're trying to make that yard. You're trying to make that first down. You can feel that resistance. But in entrepreneurship and business, it's like, man, like what's that resistance that you feel? You know what mm. I mean? It's your it's your mental resistance. It's the doubt. It's wow. the it's the yo. I gotta somebody something come through right at this particular minute <laughs> or you know, the sales were this for like a day, but how are we going to recover and go to the, and still make five yards? So we didn't get, you know, 10 yards one day, but the next day, you know, we're going to get that. We're still 15. going to the Super Bowl. Though. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's be clear. Let's, let's, let's be clear. These five that, yards ain't stopping nothing. Yeah, exactly. And so I think, <laughs> and I think that's the key. And I guess that's probably, you know, what it is as the football season is over, <laughs> going back to like what we did, which we've is definitely been to a lot of football we've games. We've been to a lot of football <laughs> games. But to speak to that, and I think that's why this is like, why we feel why we have to do this because the perspectives that we're gaining we just hope we can like give it to somebody else at the same time because ultimately what i remind myself about a life war dress and what we do and dc pro all of this is that we want to do everything that our hands find to do we want to do it well it's a scripture from ecclesiastics that i've held on to ancient wisdom for for years 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 that somewhere i found in new york somewhere just really spoke to me and resonated in so many different ways and that and we want people to see and be like well done or you know to see you know god to be pleased with what we've done and you know it's it's well done and we were good and we were faithful to what we were doing but to that point of like yo the sport we still going to the super bowl regardless but it is that mental piece because you can't feel that physical thing 
in business, nobody's going to bump up against you. Nobody's going to come and block your shot. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to try to steal the ball physically. Like, you can't feel any of that. But the cool thing is, not only in entrepreneurship is it a sport, but you're playing player. You're the player coach. You're the player coach in this game of entrepreneurship and business. And that's the lane that I think we want to shift it towards. It's about business. Entrepreneurship is great. And that's one thing to be an entrepreneur. But at the same time, we have to be business as well. I mean, I just love how you painted that picture because it really speaks to how you can easily feel in business. And again, this is what I want to say. So thank you. So one another focus of mine has really been when I talk about the mindset I have to choose how I show up in every type of circumstance, whether it's as a woman, a wife, a mom, in business, interact with others. And because of that, as women, we can wear easily wear so many hats. Sometimes business, if you allow it to, can make you feel up. It can make you feel low. It can make you feel like, is this like Michael said? It can make you feel a lot of different things. But I wanted to really create a space for myself where, like, I don't want to do stressful business. I don't want to be a business owner that's always stressed out about something or who feels like this is just the way it is. It's like, no, like, I got kids. I'm married, like, I'm not trying to have those type of feelings transfer into how I show up at home or show up for my children or even myself. And so because of that, I had to really have a different level of awareness and, like, just sensitivity to how I'm managing, um, managing emotions and feelings, quite honestly, and just learn to have peace through all circumstances and situations. Because like Michael said, our company name is a life well dressed. Like that's accountability within itself. I can't be showing up looking stressed, being stressed, being mean, being angry, having a chip on my shoulder. And I'm the co-CEO of a life well dressed. Like that, it, that just don't match. Yeah, and so it's like what's what you is is. How we dress our minds and how we're dressing others. Like yes. we, we dress our minds first, you know, in the word and our readings and our education and our wisdom. Like we, we dress that first. That's the first thing you dress. Yeah. And then you dress your body. You know what I mean? And so that's that's our that's our lane and that's what I believe that I'm leaning into we've been gifted to do. And, you know, that's that's our lane. Like there's different lanes and different spaces, but we've we just have a long history in fashion, in apparel, you know, in business. And we're seeking to elevate that and grow that. And work-love balance is the document, it's the audio documentation of that journey. So we appreciate you guys for tapping in with us. You know, we got some great vision for this particular season. Not going to dive too much into it, yeah. but definitely going to say this is has been on our heart i was just talking about it today i was because we got we're going to be we got invited to do a podcast and so i was just talking about it and just talking about consistency and the whole nine and you know but 
we want to use this as a platform as what you created it about you had the idea and i was came home from driving a lift i think and you was like yo let's do this work it up balance i was like cool and so i think we're taking that same energy and we're bringing into this and so from there came three seasons you know consistently to some degree so we're just going to put it out there and believe that with your support you know with what we want to put forth we'll have a a great platform that you can gain from but we can also too gain from your your support as well yeah and i'm just so thankful because even like you said you were once driving lyft and to see how much things have changed and it's like being thankful for the for the change being thankful for where we were at you yeah, know and it wasn't and it was a point you know it was, it was a just a, and it, it provided the opportunity to you know to get out to to engage to yeah. to move forward and you know to move people you know and so it's all connected to our purpose you know is and people have found different ways to be creative and i think i i value every moment and i don't reflect a lot on the on everything i think now i'm about aiming to be more strategic and having dictate what the future holds and that's kind of what i'm like what i was saying where it's like don't focus on what you don't have focus on what you do have because even driving Lyft, thank God we had a car where you could drive Lyft. It could be like a different circumstance or a different mindset if you allow it to be. So it's like truly being thankful in all the seasons, being okay in all the seasons. Yeah, we lived um, in Compton, but we got to go to the beach with our kids. We got to go on family walks. We got to regroup and refocus so it's just again that mindset thing it's like how what mindset are you going to choose because now that we're in this different season yeah we're working we've been working every day but thank god we can work for our own company as employees of our own company and now we have employees who we're thankful also connect with the vision of our company and to even just choose to work with us. Like I'm like, I'm so serious when I say thankful, it's like a hundred, like across the board. So, um, this also makes me kind of want to listen to our first episodes to see like where we were back then. Yeah. Where we are now. If back then is even considered to be like four years ago. It's definitely back then, but yo, (laughs) Some great stuff. You know, we are super dope that we're doing this. It feels great. It feels good. And I think, again, as always, it helps us have a moment to connect, talk, hear each other out. And I think, if I'm being honest, the podcast has helped us in our marriage because it allowed us to talk, be honest, confess, and hear each other's perspective versus talking at each other you know, on a number of occasions sometimes. Okay, so the way you're saying it is I feel like we talk and we're honest even off Yes, we are. We are. No, I'm saying... And I feel like we already have a way of talking off the podcast. Yeah, we do. So... But I'm just saying I'm... My mind is reflecting back to when we were doing it and we were in Compton and we 
needed, you know, we came together. It just provided a point of public accountability is maybe what I'm trying to get to. Does that make sense? That's where you at. I feel like... Okay. All right. Well, excuse me. I did not articulate... Well, I articulated what I... No, you articulated what I the way you, you, you feel as if... We do have a great... We do have great conversations. <laughs> and we do, you know, we do... We do have... <laughs> <What are you laughs> right? I promise you, I'm not even looking at Michael like any type of way. But the way he said it was like... <laughs> The way he said it was like this podcast has like really helped our marriage. The way we are honest, trans, like well, no, communicate. I, mean, I think I don't even know how I can kind of salvage this. The way we talk to what did you say to each other and not? I don't know. Just I was just like, why are you making it sound like we don't be talking outside? No, the I podcast? think we. Yeah, we do. It's just that I felt like there has been some benefits to. Doing the podcast. So do you feel like all married couples should, even if it's not a published podcast, should have some type of, like, recording? Oh, remember we tried that once? A recorded conversation to see how we communicate? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we definitely tried that, and it definitely revealed we needed some communication work. (laughs) And... But I to your point, hopefully if this is in here or not, but to your point You said if this is in <laughs> To your point, I think that there is a benefit in like having that moment of communication, which I've been yearning more so, which we've been doing outside of this podcast before we even record it, is just taking the time to connect and listen and just have that connection. So that's more or less what I'm saying. And then I like the element of anyway i think we ended it about no. three minutes ago wait so wait what was i gonna say um oh man it was good too babe i didn't mean that i didn't want to take the juice you got the juice it ain't you got no, the juice. Just, it's nothing i mean i like i said i think there's some benefits in Public communication. I agree. And I appreciate the elements because some elements that we're talking about privately sometimes doesn't come out, you know, publicly too, which is like you inquired, you may ask a question and then I'm like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. Or I may provoke a thought in you. And so that's what I'm more or less, I think I'm really trying to get to of how you know, this public communication allows provocation of additional thought, additional dialogue about stuff we already talk about privately. Well, you know what? I'm glad we did this episode because I think we needed a little like pause for the cause and just to like have some light talk because during the day when it's between the hours of 8 and 3.15, I feel like we're business focus like in this season we've just been very business focused but sometimes it's just fun to switch it up and again like we've been married it'll be 13 years this year and this is like so we got to do 13 episodes oh yeah that's a good idea <laughs> we already oh yeah already so this decided, is one this does is this one. count as one yeah so we 12 already more? 12 more we already decided to do 
six. So it's gonna be two seasons. <laughs> no, we already decided to do twelve. I'm sorry. Six for one, six for one, and then the last, then the last half would be like seven. So we're gonna do six. So it's five more to go. So stay tuned. We're gonna do an additional five episodes. There's gonna be a guest within that time frame, and then we're just gonna keep it rolling. Yeah, and you know. Just thank you because y'all have been, if you've listened to our first season and now you've been through some of these seasons with us, or if you've listened to some of the other um, guests on our podcast as well, just thank you and continue to to be on this journey with us. It's really cool in this journey because like there are some moments where I'm like, babe, is this really our lives? Like sometimes it feels like you know, when you're a kid and you're like playing house, like, or you're playing business, but like, no, we're actually like no, doing business. Yeah. Like, and so it's some of those moments where it's like, wow, we're like really, really doing this together. Like, this is really cool. There we go. And I love it. Let's and so it. I love you. Uh, I love you. I'll kiss you. I was going <laughs> to kiss, but I forgot the audio. So, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one, y'all. <laughs>